0: Well, great. We got the recording started, so we're about ready to go. I want to welcome everyone to the teleseminar today. Great that uh, you can make it. Um, just, uh, again, in terms of, uh, just kind of a re- reminder, uh, on the teleseminar, everybody will be muted. And I'm going to take about, uh, you know, 20 to 25 minutes just to speak on the topic and then open it up To hear what your thoughts are or your questions or your comments. And uh, if you have a question or or comment, um, you just hit star 2, star 2, and um, I will uh, see that you have a comment or a thought to share. The other thing is, um, you know, this is recorded, so it's available on my website as all of the teleseminars for free downloading. And you can listen to any of them that you you like as many times as you like. So welcome, everyone. And uh, so again, uh, as new people are joining us, I'm going to take a few minutes here, 20 to 25 minutes, and just talk on the topic and then open it up to hear what thoughts you have or any questions or comments you have. Um, I wanted to uh, talk about this topic, guilt, and then uh, the understanding of the human condition because recently I've had a couple of life coaching clients that uh, have been talking to me about how guilty they, they feel. Like an example, I've had a woman whose husband died a couple of years ago, and she still lives in feeling badly about how she treated her husband, feeling guilty about the way she treated her husband. So I heard this uh, in the past month and um, wanted to talk about this because there was an understanding that um, I realized in listening to Sydney Banks many years ago that's really helpful here and I wanted to share that with all of you and see what you, see what you thought. So again, you know, guilt is just a, a feeling, right? Um and you know, we go back to the principles. First off, we just start with that. We know that that's an experience of life that gets created through thought and consciousness, and um, it, it, it is a it's a reaction that really, we get to the way we're using our thinking. So, um, so it's important to come back and make that our starting point because that's really where the our feelings comes from. They're really a reflection of um, uh, the power of thought to create thinking and the thinking we're in at the moment. And uh, to me, the thinking around guilt is that we look into our past and have, um, you know, we evaluate our, our ways of acting in the past. So we look at ourselves in a very judgmental way, um, thinking that, you know, we were wrong to do what we did in the past. And the the difficulty with that is um, many people engage that when it comes to mind, and they're living in this feeling for quite a while until, you know, their thinking changes, and um, they keep looking at themselves in this way. Uh, So this wife that I was telling you about, who feels very guilty about the way she treated her husband, doesn't really have freedom from that. There's something she lives in, you know, regularly as it comes to mind for her. Thought gets created and then she engages that and it, you know, again, because of the power of of consciousness, it looks true. So to me, that's kind of really simply how to look at feelings and the feeling of guilt. But I want to share most of our talk today on what's the understanding about the principles and about our human condition that can help transcend that way of looking at ourselves. So um, let me start with, uh, I think it was like, you know, maybe 15 years ago now, really, that I heard Sidney Banks talk about, uh, uh, he was talking about, I think he was talking about, you know, the intelligence of mind. And what I heard was um, that, uh, that I heard we were assisted in our lives through the intelligence we are all a part of, and then I heard that um we can only um live, we can only experience what we're thinking in the moment, so whatever it is that we're thinking in the moment, that's what we're going to have as our experience um And there's no other thing we can do except what we're thinking in the moment. Later, uh, we might have other thoughts that look at that way we were acting and be kind of critical about it or judgmental about it or evaluate it, you know, that, you know, later on when we see things from just maybe a higher level of thinking, we look back and say, oh, my God, you hurt somebody's feelings there, or you were mean-spirited, or you just were rude to that cloak at the store. But in the moment, um, in the moment of doing that, whatever the behavior is, we're reading it in the reality of our thinking, uh, and that's all we can do. All we can do at any moment is the thinking you've got going for us at the time, and that's what I heard, and it really helped me. I couldn't understand it completely that I could live with that understanding, but it helped me see that all of us in the human condition in life, being alive, uh are always living at the level of our thinking. Uh, there's no way that in a particular way of thinking, in a reality we're living in, we can live any different than what, what we're thinking. And um, and that was really that was something that I reflected on and still do because it's very helpful. It's very helpful because um, you know we're always living at different levels of, of thinking, what we might call different levels of consciousness, different levels of understanding about thinking, or understanding about ourselves, living with other people. And there are times when our thinking is at a certain level that we might do things that look later to have hurt somebody or um, not done well by somebody else and um and the only reason we see that is because we're at a a little higher level of consciousness we're able to think about our own our own ways in the past now most people um will just think about themselves in the past and then be affected by that until the thinking passes. So they're feeling guilty or painful about themselves in the past because they just relive that thinking. They just engage that thinking. But it helps to understand that that was all you could do. That's a big one that I took from listening to the event, that all you could do at any moment really, excuse me, Is that from, is that from the way you're thinking? How you're using thought in the moment, what thinking you're engaged in, what reality that's creating for you, that all looks real because of consciousness. So that's all you can do. That's all you can do. All you can do is what you're thinking in the moment. I had somebody call me from New York yesterday who wanted me to help coach them a bit in their life situation. And she was saying that um, she gets teased. I presented this at a seminar recently in New in York. We talked about this bit. And she gets teased because she talks to her family and says, you know, all I can do is the best I can do given what I'm thinking right now, which is really the truth. She's not using it to excuse herself. She's just using it because she sees... Um, Uh, the operation of thought thought and consciousness at a deeper level, and it helps her have understanding for herself in the human condition. So that's the point, is that all we're doing is calling our lives, moment to moment, given the level of thinking we're in. It's not like we should uh, do anything other than that. We should do better than that, or we could do better than that. We really can't do better than that. What it requires to think you know, differently than that is a, a, a change in your thinking, is, the, is thought changing, and thought changing to a higher level of understanding. Um, but until that happens, you're going to be living life according to the your thinking you're doing. Now, for me, it took a while to see that I'm still looking at that and reflecting on that
1: because, you know,
0: when I grew up, I had all these things about, you know, really holding yourself accountable and uh, I thought a lot about how when I thought through the past where I didn't pull something off or I didn't do something that I should have, I could have. And that was holding a lot of pressure in my mind about myself, that I could actually um I could actually be I could actually be better than the way I'm thinking. And there's no way if you look at thought and consciousness and the way it plays out, you can't be anything but the way you're thinking now. So that's us living in the human condition with these principles. And it's very helpful to see that because it relaxed me. Uh, it relaxed me from this whole idea of judgment and, and um, thinking I should or thinking I could have done better than the way I was. And it took a lot of the pain of going back to having a memory, really. That's what it is. Having a, me- a memory of myself and seeing that I was kind of operating below par according to my own thinking and then feeling, feeling painful about that, you know. <laughs> We're all trapped in that, but I wanted to speak to this so we can learn some understanding. And the truth of the matter is, you can't do anything but what you're doing now, given the kind of thinking you need. Now, the next moment, maybe change, because you're thinking changes. And thinking is transitory. It does change. It really does shift. Um, But what was happening for me is that when it shifted and I got out of that behavior, uh, then I went and had a memory of doing that, and then i i I kind of uh, started judging myself because I woke up to the fact that I could have done better right well that 's the other thing about moving to a higher level of consciousness about yourself, so you're learning of the principles your understanding has brought you to a higher level of consciousness, but you 're not always at that level, but you can use that against you. You know, you could get caught up in, you know, your way of thinking and you act in a certain way or you look like you failed to do something that you wanted, to do or whatever you yield to temptation or whatever. And then, you know, your consciousness rises and now you use that new learning against yourself. Like, well, wait a minute here. I understand about thought. I should have done better here. But again, what you want to see is that you couldn't do anything but what you were thinking. And, you know, the other thing is to be grateful that you could have a higher level of consciousness to understand yourself. As this uh, woman I've been coaching began to see this, um, you know, she was able to you know, kind of taking stride that she could have been a a better person at times with her husband, but she saw that she was at the mercy of her own insecure thinking. And um, because she was in insecure thinking, she acted in a particular way. She yelled or she was, uh, you know, demanding or whatever it was that she was holding against herself. And she had understanding deeper for her own human condition. And with that came the freedom from guilt. You know, it wasn't that she, you know, couldn't have acted better. But she realized that she was doing all she could, given the things that she was doing. And allowed her to have understanding for herself, which led to, of course, forgiveness. You know, love and understanding. And she could go forward should we go forward living that there are levels of consciousness we live in and there are times we don't really have the thinking we would like to have in order to act in ways we want to act. But we can actually use uh, uh, our understanding for ourselves to uh, learn more. to give ourselves the same understanding. So that's the piece of the understanding of the principles that helps in understanding ourselves in the human condition. When I listen to Sidney Banks now, he talks about love and understanding. I think this is the understanding piece that ourselves, me and you, and the people in our lives are always acting like everybody else from their thinking and at the, kind, the quality of their thinking in the moment. And that quality of thinking is really changing. And, um, we can't do anything and no one around us can do anything other than what they're thinking in the moment. They're just calling it uh, what the thinking they've got at the moment. Not any moment they could see it from a higher level of consciousness and then they're different. Um, but that's the understanding piece that I, I think is That's my That's me making that up. But I think that helps us and it helps us with other people and it helps us with ourselves. It helps this woman great at you to see that peace. It's not that you get away with anything because still the intelligence and wisdom you are will help you take care of it, but not in a judgmental way. So the fact that we are all part of mind and we have this intelligence that will assist us moment to moment. When you see, when it comes to you through this through this wisdom, um, that you may have hurt someone too or done some wrong, if you don't look at that um, judgmentally, you'll get a way to take care of it. So in a way, understanding the principles makes you more responsible than if you were to continue to judge yourself in the past and be living in painful things, thinking you should have done better. So I'll give you a story. I'll give you a story about how I saw this play out with me. And I've shared this in some other interviews and so forth, but it's just coming to mind for me now. You know, uh, for years I ran a program for a a large medical center here in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I had a team of eight uh, professionals, psychologists, and I had team meetings once a week where we would meet for an hour and a half and just kind of look at where we're going, things like that, you know, talk together, support one another, review the people in our program, our clients. Well, it just so happened that the whole uh, region of this medical center wanted to change its availability to its members. So that meant that I had to go in and introduce the notion that people have to change their schedules and we all have to work a couple of evenings during the week. Well, this wasn't any way that we were working before. We were working nine to five. So I knew this was going to get people insecure, right? So I tried to honor that and be gentle as I can and understanding as I could. And in that meeting, I was a little insecure because I was, here I was with eight people that had their lives and I'm asking them that we would have to change. I was a little, uh, uh, you know, insecure about having to be the one giving that message. And this, person, my colleague, who was my right arm person, I mean, she just really, we worked well together and she supported my plans and really helped me, Uh, was very sharp about this and uh, defensive, at least that's how it looked to me, right? And um, being already in an insecure state of mind, I kind of jumped on, I kind of, I kind of like was critical, I was short uh I, you know, stopped her short and, you know, moved on. Now, in that moment, all of a sudden, in the moment, I realized, oh, my God, you really hurt a human. So here I am in the meeting. I got uh, short with her. I got, uh, you know, short tempered. I redirected. I didn't listen to her. And then the next moment I realized, oh, my God, you really do that one. But I couldn't get my bearings back in the meeting. I didn't know what to do, so I kept at it and I kept, uh, you know, I kept trying to support her. But she was really uh, in her own thinking, right? She was already in you know, a reaction. I could see she was like taken aback and hurt, and probably resentful of me too, you know. And uh, I could not get my bearings. You know, the meeting went okay, and then uh, here's what happened. Here's what I'm talking about. In terms of the wisdom helping you with times when your 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 to lead you to you know not be at your best or the way you'd like to be with people. So we left, and I was heading back to my office from everybody else, and it dawned on me again. It came to me, you know, you hurt you hurt her feelings, and um, then it came to me right after that. It just came to me. You need to apologize. Then it came to me, you need to explain yourself and get the relationship back because, you know, she's just been your right arm person and she's a friend. And then it came to me, go do that now. You know, go knock on her door and see if you can talk to her. So without any guilt, there was no, like, judgment. I mean, like, there was an evaluation, wasn't there? But it wasn't from. um, how do you say it? You know, it wasn't from a judgmental place. It was just matter of fact. And uh so it was easy to see what I did. It was easy to accept it. And it was easy to go take care of it. Because it was coming from another place rather than my, um, my evaluation of myself or my, you know, my ego so much, but just from that, right? It was a different place that it was coming from. And so it made it very easy to see my feeling of that, to go take care of it. And I did. I went in and I, you know, again, I was still from being in that space of, in a way, being guided guided about how that would take place. And, you know, I just kind of told her, you know, look, I really care for you. I really value you. And I'm sorry about what I did. I... I didn't mean to snap at you. I just got a little insecure about this whole thing myself, and uh, you know, I don't. I want us to kind of, you know, get get past this if we can. And she was past it right then and there. She was past it. And she, now, here's the thing that was really so funny about this. She said that this, you know, she thanked me for sharing that, and we really got connected, you know, um, warmly again toward each other. And she said, "You know, I have this belief that I won't really um, forgive someone until they apologize." <laughs> so she was operating from that belief system, you know, and I don't think that was a good place to be, but you know, here it was like uh, you know my my apology kind of really went right in and as the belief system way. Anyway. anyhow. I just wanted to share that story with you because uh, when we talk about understanding ourselves in the human condition and um, looking at our past behaviors and just realizing we did all we could do given what we were thinking, it doesn't make us irresponsible. It doesn't, you know, if we need to take care of something, we'll, we'll get the guidance to do so. What it does is it frees us from um, thinking of ourselves so harshly without an understanding, without the understanding. So, uh, you know, we can remember something about the past and if we do so with an understanding of ourselves being in the human condition like every other person, um, then if we need to go do something about it, it kind of comes pretty easily to us without the painful feelings of guilt. But when we forget that all we're doing is living, all we can with the thinking that was being created in our mind, when we forget that, then it's easy for us to be harsh with ourselves, to be critical of ourselves, to be judgmental, and that's where the painful feelings of guilt comes from. And, like with this woman this one woman I, I i shared with you that I've had a few clients this past month who are dealing with feeling guilty about their past. But when they see that um it starts to free up the whole pain of it, and they still think about it, but it's not without the, the pain it's it's not with the pain of it, it's with kind of like the, their own forgiveness for themselves, their own forgiveness because they have under for themselves and they learn from it. They take themselves a little lighter and um, have an understanding of thought and consciousness that allows them to operate at a little higher level. So um, I wanted to talk with you about this because... Oh, Again, it's an understanding because there's no way with a strategy that you can get a person to think um, of themselves with less guilt, you know? you know, there's no way. I think you know you could tell people to think a certain way, and maybe they can try it. But it doesn't really have the footing of helping them understand this piece that because of the because of thought and consciousness, we can only uh, act from the reality we live in. And 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 in in a way, we can't force that reality to change. But the good news is that thought. Changes. Thought is transitory. You're not always in the same thought every moment, and you can understand the nature of, of these principles to the point that you can you can see this understanding that we are we're only acting from the reality we live in, and with that comes forgiveness. Forgiveness for yourself and other people. That's the understanding that it's to as with love and understanding. And as you have more understanding for yourself and operating in life through the principles, you have a deeper feeling of love. You have a deeper feeling of being okay. You have a deeper feeling that you be assisted or guided that they care for you that you need to. I can tell you many, many stories about this um of being assisted to take care of, of, of other people that um, I acted, I don't know, in a mean-spirited way or in a rude way or in a hurtful way when I was in a reality of thinking that, you know, caused me to act out. And what it is is you wake up again, you wake up to, oh my God, my thinking went shall or, oh wow. I really got lost there.
1: But it isn't from being... You don't
0: wake up that way um, being judgmental. But you wake up to that, and then you get the next thoughts you get are how to help yourself take care of it. And that's the um, hopefulness of knowing that we are the principle, that we are connected to mind, the intelligence, uh in, in the universe that we are we're connected to that. It's there to, to assist us and guide us. So I just wanted to present that to you today and um hopefully um it will be helpful. Again, when I first heard this piece I didn't really get it but it started to relax and um that's and then it and then as I reflected on it you know Took a look at it and um, saw it in my clients and in myself, I was able to see it deeper. So I wanted to present that. Um, I want to just uh, check in with you now, just to see if there are any thoughts or questions people are having or any comments, anything you'd like to share. Um, if there is, press uh, star two start to, and then I'll see that, and then I'll call on you. So do you have any comments about this or any questions, um, anything to share from your own experience? I'd love to hear it. You know, this is really my idea at the teleseminars is for it to be interactive, for us to have a community together on, on each teleseminar where we hear from other people and just have their input and we kind of learn from one another. So um, really feel welcome to share or ask a question or make a comment. So to do that, press star 2. If you're on, uh, some of you are on Skype, I don't know how that works. Uh, so, um, but I'm glad to have you here on Skype. These um, teleseminar program, this particular program, as um, I've like written to them for support, has only international, has, has limited international telephone numbers. So people from some countries have, uh, this is difficult to do. I'm looking to look at another program. To see how we can continue the telesemars where it's easy for everybody to connect. Uh, any other thoughts or any other questions about today or any, anything for you about how the principles and your understanding of principles are gone? You know, um, a nice metaphor, um, for, uh, you know, this point, it isn't quite make it. it, doesn't quite make it, but it's a nice way to look at it because, you know, we're right in the midst of, uh, over here in the States in, uh, baseball, we're right at the World Series, the, the big championship game for baseball over here in the States, and, um, they have umpires that um, they kind of uh, call how pitches are, whether they're strikes or whether they're balls. That's the way that it works, you know. And uh, when you look at an umpire, they're they're really calling it as they see it, and that's the kind of umpire you want, you know. Uh, you may not agree with the way they see it, but they're calling it a strike or they're calling it a ball, just How they see it in the moment. And I think that's all you can ask of of someone who, you know, is is to call it the way you see it. It's the only thing you can do. You know, sometimes uh, you you don't want an umpire that favors uh, one side or the other, you know. Uh, You don't want an umpire who says, oh my God, I kept calling those wrong. I better. I better call. Uh, I better err and call more on the other side. You know, oh man, I've been calling too many balls. I feel bad about that. I'm so guilty about. It. Now I'm going to call strikes for the next. You know, ten batters. So you know the game works well when somebody who is who's judging it can can call it uh, the way they see it, and that's what we're doing. Calling it the way we see it through our team. I just have somebody who just raise their hand, I'm going to go to them. I think this is Irina. Is it Irina? Yes. Hi, hi, Irina. Hi. How are
1: you? I'm okay. And uh, Thank you very much for the class and I have a question. Okay. I want to make a decision. I'm about to make a decision for myself. But I have a big hold back. I think it is my feeling of guilt. But I do not really know if it's Uh a guilt or real responsibility or responsibility that I have to consider. If it's a guilt, I may work it out, realize, do something and overcome and do what I believe is good for me. But if it is responsibility that I have to really exercise my responsibility for the people who are um, close to me, my family. Mm -hmm. So how to make a difference between the feeling of guilt and the feeling of responsibility. I know that my decision will affect people, my, my loved ones. I know that it will affect. Do I have a guilt that I should overcome or is it a normal responsibility that I have to be considerate and uh, um, sacrifice my own desire for the benefit of the family?
0: Hmm. Yeah, well, uh, you know, if we... I'm, I'm not going to go into the particulars, but I'm going to kind of keep it as a general question, I mean, and I think that, right. I think there's a different feeling. Um, there's a different feeling, at least as far as I see, and then in my clients, from the feeling that when they're in guilt. There's a, di- the, that feeling is painful to them. Mm. Compared to, now what I mean by responsibility, I don't mean it as um, a behavior really or that you should be responsible. It's just the way I'm describing how uh, the difference in terms of um, when my guidance comes from um, the, what I'm calling wisdom. And it seems like it, it feels different. It feels different when I'm assisted by this intelligence or wisdom. It is like, and um, to me, it's pretty. Um, it seems like common sense. Uh, I'm not really in the picture. I'm not. It's really not so much about me. Um, it feels. It feels right. It feels. Uh, Positive. It feels like hopeful. Um, and and so it feels like it always leads to like a connection. It always leads to a connection. It's always kind of, to me, a, a sense of a, just I'm operating at just a higher level of team. So when I had thoughts about how, when it came to me through thought, how I treated my colleagues, the moment that came in, I um, had all those feelings. I felt hopeful. I felt like, uh, I felt a good feeling. I felt like uh, this is right. And I felt like I could connect. I knew I could connect. And that's the feeling that have always happened whenever I've had something interpersonal that um, I needed to go take care of. Now, that's what I mean by being responsible. I don't mean that, that it's a, a, a way of thinking. I'm just, Describing it, when I felt guilty about it, I felt painful. I was um, giving myself a hard time. I was in a. I was like. I I, I was like upset. Um, I was like thinking, how could I? I was thinking I should know better, given what I know about the principles. You know, all of that was was a festing. Um so the difference is, that to me, there's a different feeling. And actually, there's different information. And when I'm feeling guilty about something in the past, it's all about me in some way, about how I'm missing something, there's something wrong, things like that. But when it comes to me to... Uh, I guess just the natural course of this intelligence assisting me, it's not so much about me. It's about just going, to, going and taking care of a relationship or taking taking care of. Uh, and it leads to, when I see myself feeling that, it leads to making a connection. So the feeling then is a connection, not a disconnection. Guilt is a disconnection, meaning that it's all about me, thinking about the other person. But when it comes from kind of a pure intelligence, it's more about thinking about the other person and connecting to them. So the feeling will tell you the difference. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does. It does. I think I I know in what direction to look for um yeah i have to just get i have to listen to what kind of feeling i have when i think that i i'm responsible for everyone and what kind of feeling i get when i think that uh it is my life and i'm not really responsible that it's just a guilt-driven thought that I'm responsible for everyone.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. I, I mean, that makes sense. I, I would think so. I, I think um, for me, um, uh, that would be a lot of pressure. And yet, I think mm-hmm. in going, yeah, I think in going in a. With the understanding of the principles, it's always led to my having more of a connection than being responsible. I have more of a connection to share myself with another person and connect with them and and talk with them about it. Let them know where I was coming from. Explain me to them. Making a connection that way. Helping them have an understanding. That is where I what I'm thinking when I go there, but as I look back on it, it looks like that's where uh, I'm coming from. When I'm coming from guilt, it's really trying to, I'm trying to do stuff, take care of the feeling. And it may not be right at that time to do it, you know, to connect with the person at all, but I'm doing it out of trying to get out of this feeling I'm having. So, well, great. Thank you for that. I hope it sounded like it was helpful, and thanks for sharing that. Thank what, you what other, Okay, Alina. What do other people think? Oh, we have another person. This is somebody from El Cajon, California.
2: Um, if that's me, it's not El Cajon, but it's close.
0: Oh, okay. It is you. It is you.
2: Okay. It's Eric. I'm in San Diego.
0: So oh, hi Eric. Hi. You're coming
2: up at this shelf phone. Yeah, I don't know why it's saying alcohol, but um I'm quite <laughs> farther west than that towards the coast. Um, okay. But uh anyway, it's good to hear your voice again. Um, I
0: uh good yeah, to I'm, hear you.
2: Thank you. Um I there's a number of things that, that come to mind, but uh, maybe uh, this comment and partially a question would be the most useful. Um, there's a, an assumption that I hear sometimes that, and I probably thought this too, that guilt actually serves some sort of positive function, that it, you know, motivates you to do the right thing or, you know, work harder or whatever. Um, but I've noticed uh for example, uh, lately I was, uh, like, drinking a little too much in the evening, and then I feel guilty about it, but it doesn't change the behavior. And I was just kind of watching this, and I thought, you know, that's interesting. Um, it really wasn't until I just felt like I don't like this anymore. I don't, you know, it's not benefiting me. I don't feel good. Yeah, um, especially the next day, and then I quit it. it. In fact, it could be that the guilt was actually driving me away from really seeing what was going on, and I think part of what was going on was I was masking feelings that I didn't want to feel, which created anxiety. Um, you know, feelings of loss having to do with um, uh, things that happened in my life. That was part of it. Um, so I... I, you know, I'd like to hear some comments on that about it. Does, does guilt really serve any function? You know, there was tons of, like, guilt-driven behavior or, I would even say manipulation. <clears throat> you know, I think parents use it sometimes to control their kids, uh, in my family, but um it's, uh, it takes a while to let go of those patterns sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, what about repetitive behavior? You keep doing things, you keep feeling guilty, but the guilt doesn't doesn't really seem to um, form any positive function. And I see this in other people with my family where they're um, driven, you know, um, to to do a tremendous amount of going overboard in things they do. I think that's guilt-driven. Oh um, anyway, I guess that's that's
0: enough today for now. Oh, well, great, thanks for sharing that because um what I see my my thoughts on what you shared is that um you know you're so right, you're just kind of sharing what it's like i mean um, just feeling guilty doesn't really have any staying power because. Is not going to motivate anybody to change because um, it's built on a misunderstanding. And the misunderstanding is that you could have done better and um, you should have done better or you could have done better, you see. And um, you try to do better from that thinking, it doesn't work because there's no... Um, there's no uh strength in that, there's no footing in that. Um so what you But there has
2: to be a little bit of acceptance.
0: Well, I think the acceptance well, well I'm not sure how that fits, so let me let me just finish for a second because I think the acceptance comes from seeing yourself in the human condition. See, the acceptance comes from seeing that um you're like everybody else, um And that behavior you're thinking about is being created through thought, and you did all you could do given the thinking you were in. And then with that understanding, and you probably, you may not have even had that understanding, but you had some moment where your wisdom spoke to you, you know? Your example was, oh my God, you know, I'm tired of this, or. I have to stop this. But it came from a different place than guilt. And that's what I'm pointing to. And um, But what helps people is to understand that the behavior they're looking at so critically, they have to see it with understanding. And as as you see it with understanding, you will get some assistance in terms of how to take care of yourself. And the understanding could be called acceptance. You're accepting you're in the human condition. That's how I see it. This is just me. You're accepting you're in the human condition. Uh, uh, and what you're doing in the moment is is um, a function of the, the level of thinking you're in. On the next moment, that might change because your thinking will change. But at the moment, that's the understanding you have for yourself. Um, and then how to be as you can have more understanding and acceptance that you're in the human condition and like everybody else, when you get into certain kinds of thoughts, you're talking about thoughts of loss or insecurity. You may act in ways that um, you don't want to, but those ways you were acting were just being called because of the level of thinking you're in. That's the piece to understand. And with that will will come an assistance to take care of yourself or or deal with uh, what you were looking at,
2: yeah, so you know what you were saying about um, uh judgment being part of guilt uh, that that's key to me um, and without that, you see more clearly. What you're doing is just is what it is, and then you can make a decision from there.
1: That's exactly
0: true. Without that amount of thinking about yourself, which is, could be called judgment or self-critical thinking or whatever, without that, you get more clarity. and that's yeah. another way of, that's another way of saying you have, you have your consciousness rises, meaning that your thinking is at a higher level. Um, another way of saying it is is that you know you have thoughts that are being created from wisdom. Uh, so that's that's right. You get you see things more clearly.
2: Yeah, like, really uh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's that's what it is. That was such a big deal. No, I can do this or I can do that. <laughs> it's you, you create a huge thing out of something that you know, from a higher perspective it's actually not quite as big as you're making a personal mountain out of a molehill.
0: Yes, that's true. You start to see that, you know, (laughs) with the way you were thinking from guilt, you were making it more than it is, you know, and people, when you go to people and uh, try to make it right with them from uh, just knowing that's with your clarity, um, you find that the relationship goes deeper. You find that there's more of a connection, or even with yourself, even with yourself. When you see, oh my God, I was doing this as a way to handle feelings that were tough for me. You have a different relationship with yourself from that moment of clarity, and it doesn't look like a, a mountain because the more you're thinking, you in one way it grows and it looks like a mountain. It looks like you've done horrible, horrendous things. It can go really to that extreme. So, well, well, thank you, Eric. That was really wonderful, what you yeah, had thanks. to share. It really
2: Good does simplify things.
0: Yeah. Good talking with you. Thanks. Well, that's what I love from hearing from everybody, you know. We just kind of talk together. Anybody else who has any comments or what you, you've heard? We've got a few more minutes before we need to wrap up. I shared my thoughts with the two callers, but maybe there's somebody out there that has other thoughts to share. I would love to hear them if you if you want to. I love what um, I love what Eric came to. It's kind of like a uh, kind of a simple way of speaking about it. You know, you're looking for a moment of clarity. And the moment of clarity is not something that you can think your way to, but when the moment of clarity comes, you know that's what, you know, that's kind of like, that's the information you want to follow compared to um, the thinking that becomes, um, you know, painful. So, you know, you get a moment of clarity. And all of this just comes from, you know, out of the, it just occurs to you. You know, like when I left that meeting room and I went to my separate office, it just occurred to me, you know. It it, it just came came to me, a moment of clarity. I wasn't looking for it. I mean, I was kind of scrambling, you know, like, well, where am I? How can I make this right? You know, and then all of a sudden the moment of clarity came, but I didn't make that happen. And then the moment of clarity more came in terms of how to go take care of uh, a relationship. So I like that. It's a moment of clarity compared to a moment of pain or a, a moment of thinking less of yourself. So, Again, it's building on some of the things we've talked about in some other seminars where, you know, when you listen to Sidney Banks and he talks very, very deeply in a very spiritual way, it resonates with us. But sometimes he gets practical, which really helps me, and he talks a lot about it being love and understanding. And this is the understanding piece to it, that we're all living life doing the same, and creating the reality we live in moments and moments of thought and consciousness. And that leads us to act in certain ways to with, with everybody else. And the way people are acting toward you is really coming from the quality of their thinking, same as you with other people. And that understanding can help us um, notice uh, when we're off without it leading to being judgmental and actually leading to a moment of clarity. So you don't turn a blind eye or ignore that you've know, you realized, oh my God, I wasn't right with this person. You don't turn a blind, blind eye to that. But when it comes from understanding you're in the human condition, it, it leads you to clarity rather than to being judgmental. No. Well, great, folks. It was great having you all on the call. Um, just a reminder that um, we'll get this uh, recording up on the website in a few days. Um, the website is www.3writtenout3principlesinstitute.org. And when you go through the website, click on the Teleseminar tab. And then uh, it'll take you to a page where you can download all of the seminars that we've had together. And uh, today's seminar will probably be posted by the end of the week. Well, I really have enjoyed all of you being on the call. I saw we had a lot of callers today, some new people. And welcome to you. I'm glad you joined us too. And um, I look forward to us getting together again in November. I'll be sending it all out to you as I usually do. So have a good month. Uh, Thanks for being on the call with me. And I hope it was helpful to you. We'll talk soon. Bye, everybody.
1: The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference.
0: Please enter.